Welcome everyone to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I am your host, Lance Skurve. I want to make this brief, and I made a video short on it, and I want to go into it a little deeper, along with some other things. I don't know how long I'm going to be out here. I woke up not too late, but late, got a lot done, and you will see the results later on today. I'm steamrolling everything in my way. Anything that gets in my way gets steamrolled, and I ain't stopping. Anyway, I wanted to ask you if you wondered how many of our sisters find it so cute to hang out with, and I'm going to say it in a very coded way because YouTube is watching me again. You know, I'm, 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 I was always that kid in school. I'm just saying it symbolically because it's not really. But I was always that kid in school or like that kid in school who when anything happened, they knew who to go to to go and bother because that one kid was usually the troublemaker. Well, I guess I'm the troublemaker. So I'm gonna be very shrewd in what I say. You have a lot of our sisters who find it so cute to hang out with someone who's trying to be something other than what they are, right? Someone who may be a man, but they don't wanna be that. They wanna wear traditional female outfits and act like our sisters and it's funny because it's not only a thing that I see that our sisters do with brothers who are that way a lot of our sisters are going around with those who may be the former children of the former slave masters if you know what I mean and these who are the children of the former slave masters if you know what I mean they get a real kickoff a kick out of rather draining the black woman's energy for themselves mimicking them because you know if you hang out around something long enough you'll pick up on how to you know navigate the waters on your own in that same fashion but it goes deeper than that it's not just a thing where they want to act like a woman but it's a, it's a spiritual thing and it kind of rubs off on our sisters because you know what that's still a man so you're hanging around a man who wears the clothes that you wear, if you know what I mean, read between the lines, and you think it's cool. You say, well, it's not going to do anything to me. It's not going to affect me in any kind of bad way. But when you are around one who has the male apparatus but doesn't act like a man, you as a woman, you as a sister, begin to feel this superiority thing because this is still a man. And when you come back to dealing with your brothers, it's like you're a little more manly. You bring this male energy because you've been hanging around some twisted male energy. And then you start to hate on your own brothers who walk the straight and narrow. Talking about you don't need a man. I'm not saying this is the only reason why, but this is one small, thin slice of it. Would you brothers date a woman who insisted that she hang around men who are on that level, if you know what I mean. Did I say anything wrong yet? No, I said it proper. So let's see if, if this, this affects what I'm doing out here on the internet on this particular channel, right? There's no way that when you put your food away, I remember being over my aunt's house, 
And she had the habit of whenever everybody would leave, for, she used to throw a lot of nice gatherings, right? Have all kind of nice food. And you know, she had some chicken over there, some fish over there, other things over there, vegetables, different potatoes, whatever it meant, dessert. But she had a habit of taking the chicken and she didn't put it away all the way yet because while cleaning up or the few who passed by later, they might want some of the food. But there'd be an open pan and she'd put chicken in there and then she'd put fish in there. But there was chicken sauce in that particular pan that the fish was put into. So it gave the flavoring of the fish, you know, the flavoring of the fish had a chicken taste to it, right? So it didn't taste right. So when she put the food on the plate of those who got off late from work or wanted to come by later, they couldn't really deal to come or they had to ba had get babysitters or whatever, they eat the fish, they say, what kind of fish is this? It's like, oh, I forgot. I put it in with the chicken. So it's a mixed up thing. So again, would you date someone who, I'm not saying once or twice they did this or ha it happened that way, but they insist exclusively as their best friends to hang out with them. What kind of energy does that sister have if that's something that she insists on doing? I mean, why don't she hang out with some of her girlfriends? Or maybe her girlfriends are like that. It's just something I noticed. I'm not saying I'm the expert on all these things. I'm just raising a question. I'm just asking a question. What's up? And why do these men who like to not look like men who bring a different energy and who are not of the same culture and background insist on going around the sisters. What is it that they're looking for by going around them? Why don't they go around their own that, that do that? But why does it have to be a sister? See, the bigger picture is that we are the most powerful on this planet. And there's something about us that we don't know. There are many things about us that we don't know, but many others know. There was a white woman who I know of, who I heard in one of her meltdowns, she mentioned, oh, you know, we did so much to the people on this earth. And, you know, now it seems like nobody likes us, meaning white people. And it just seems like, you know, we're such the bad people, but I didn't do anything bad. And, you know, I know I have dog DNA. I was like, whoa, she admitted to this? This is what she said? This came out of her just like that when she had an emotional moment. There's a lot of things going on with us that we don't know. See, they don't want us to know who we are, but they know who we are, but they want that thing we got. And like a little toddler who's so short that the toddler can't reach up on the top shelf to get them cookies, grandma or the mother will hear that toddler crash to the floor seeing two chairs balancing up on each other and the, and the cabinet open trying to get them cookies that they ain't supposed to eat. You see, no matter how hard you try, at the end of the day, you can't have what we have. You can't have those special mental, spiritual, physical, emotional energies that we have. You know that we are the sugar honey iced tea and you don't like it when we know it. When we walk in the room, you're watching us. It's not just fear. You do fear some things. You do fear the fact that if we really woke up to understand what you have done to us, 
all these hundreds of years and beyond that there are certain repercussions that are coming. And I'm not sitting here to make you feel, I'm not coming on here to make you feel comfortable. That's not my job. If you're uncomfortable, you earned it. I'm not gonna do the coon tap dancing. Oh yes, a monster. It's gonna be all right. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna protect you against the other niggas. No. Whatever you have coming to you, you have coming to you. Whether it's now or in the next level, that is your next level. Because your next level is not my next level. Trust and believe that and you know it. This is why you getting it in now. Why you can. Because you know after this, it's all over and it's a wrap for you. That's why you're grabbing it as, as much as you can. Thinking that you can join on to us or hang around us and, and, and be with us and something will rub off and there'll be a covering for you so you can have a pass to walk right on in. It don't work that way. You're going to have to stand individual as an individual on your own merit. Look back at your life and look what you have done. Look back at your life and look back at your bloodline. You know, what you inherit from your, from your father and your grandfather, your great-grandfather. You have to inherit these things. They're spiritual things that get passed on generation to generation. And you can say you never did something to me because of the color of my skin or something to one of my sisters because of the color of her skin. But there's a deadly inheritance that you have inherited and the momentum of it is coming so hard because you've been doing it so long. Like an avalanche. How are you going to stop an avalanche? I'm going to put this big piece of cardboard right here and, and it's going to stop all the snow and all the rocks from coming down and hitting. It don't work that way. There's a responsibility that you have to minimize what you have coming to you, but in your arrogance and in your position now over us that you have been granted as far as W-H-I-T-E privilege, you're like, eh, you know you're privileged in this world. It's set up for you. And some of us are so dumb to accept them coming around us and sucking our energy like the aforementioned uh, 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 issue, situation with the black women and those type of men. And some of our men are doing it too, like fools. Life is, is long, but it is too short to indulge yourself in these things. Imagine, and this is my theory, when you indulge yourself in activities that are against what the creator wants, you make the clock go fast, real fast. Your particular time is not another person's time. But if you live a certain way, in a pleasing way to what our creator wants, I'm not going to specify no Bible, no this, no that. I'm just saying that's what it is. He'll give you a long life. That even if he gave you only 40 years on this earth and he gave that one who is diametrically opposed to submission to the proper laws 90 years, those 90 years will feel faster than that person who's righteous the 40 years they have. Now, I can't prove it. This is just something that I'm seeing because I know there have been different points in my life where, you know, all the girlfriends and all that, it seemed like that time moved by so fast. But when I slowed it down and cut certain things out, it's like a whole day feels like three days. It's amazing how that is. I keep looking over here at these guys doing construction. And this guy has twice the width in the opening to drive the truck in, but he's rubbing up against the actual, it's crazy. This guy got his license at the cereal box for real. <laughs> anyway, he got in. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And there are reasons for this. There, there are reasons it always comes down to the black woman. The black man too, 
But certain things, and like Sister Ambience mentioned about that oracle energy, there's that thing that's so attractive to them that they just can't have. The way they act is what they're, they're showing you what they are. They're showing you what they are. But that black woman has something about her that is so powerful. And, and no matter how much you have the secret handshakes and the gatekeepers in this group and that group who are puffed up because you're not in it. No, please, I do not want to be in it. I know what it's about. They are not the real thing. But it's something with that black woman that that's what you need to get down with, black man. Stop running with others thinking it's a, it's a step up. If you had some bad situations in your life, don't let that sway you from still being open to the black woman and also check yourself. Maybe there's something about yourself that you need to correct. Because if you wanna attract something, you have to be that something. Like I would tell brothers all these decades coming up that were younger than me. You know, even on a carnal level, if you wanted to have a fantasy, you gotta be a fantasy. If you want somebody who looks a certain way and well-kept and healthy and fit and of a strong mind, you gotta be that because you'll attract that. Because most people that reach a certain level in this life never really want to sell themselves short. You might do it early on. You might, you might do it out of ignorance, not knowing. But after you realize and understand your worth and your value, you'll hold out. You're not shortchanging yourself. A lady who does have the standing and the grace and the integrity, she's not looking to hang around Ray Ray and Pookie. She's not doing it. She might respect them and they respect her. And when, they, when, when she walks by, they'll be like, oh my God, look at that. But that's what they're looking at. You're not going to sell yourself short. So sisters, why do you sell yourself short entertaining the company of these, of these deviants around you? What are you gaining? You're damn sure not building anything. What are you building with them? They'll be somewhere dead somewhere in a few years and you have this energy all over you. And it's not attractive to a real man either. You come around and you meet some guy that you think that you like and he may think he likes you until he finds out and you bring him around your place. He's like, oh, what kind of people? This is the kind of folks you hang out with? Really? And they'll have more say-so into her life, into her subconscious mind and not like you and influence, influence her from liking you. But would you want to be with somebody who's like that? I don't hate any human being. I'm talking about energy here. We got to get back to basics to what we really were. If black people, of, if, the, if the black people of today were sent back, to imagine we had a transporter like Captain Kirk for Star Trek. Beam me up, Scotty. If we were beamed back into the late 1600s, early 1700s, in, in the South, deep South in America, these black people today would not have made it. They would not have made it. They would have not, not have made it at all. That's something that we had that had us to endure so many hundreds of years of being captive. Now we can't wait to run up next to that one. Even in this twisted form, we just love on it. They're pushing all this stuff. They're pushing the interracial uh, uh, marriage and relationships now. Whatever timeline you have, whatever algorithm you have on YouTube, it's supposed to show you things that you like because it noticed things that you liked before and looked at before. 
But guess what, black man? All of a sudden you're seeing white women with black men. It's an algorithm. Let me tell you straight up. Even in porn, these porn sites that you watch, that has an algorithm to push on you something to engineer your mind to act out something because it's now placed in your fantasy. You keep seeing these white women going down on black men and you see it, right? If you do that stuff, watch the black woman do it on you, man. Don't, don't. Look, that's, that's off the chain a little bit, but still, it happens. And so now you go out looking for what you put in your head, right? And you start to think about this stuff. And even on the commercials, there's always the black man that's excluded, but they always have the black woman with the white man. They never want to see you together. They're gently massaging that in as a side order. They got the LGBTQ. I mean, like Dave Chappelle said, they, they hijacked a big percentage of the alphabet. Soon, they're gonna, it's going to be every letter. They keep adding letters. They're telling you there's so many sexes out there, and all I know is two. The creator made two. So whoever's doing this, it's like flipping houses. I took one house and flipped it and bought three more. So you take one thing and flip it and make so much more, and now we can identify as anything, right? How about me identifying like that green truck that's coming down and run you over? <laughs> right? How about that? I mean, we're living in la-la land and we don't even have a, have a grip on what reality really is. Because so much stuff has been put in our head. So much stuff we get passionate over. Even social media, like I said before, YouTube. Oh, it's cool, you can get to look at things, but it keeps your mind stuck in the past also. It arrests your energy from doing things in the real world. You may not even have much of a life. You get on Clubhouse, there's very good conversations on Clubhouse. But how can you do Clubhouse two and three and four, five hours? Get on YouTube, get on this, look, wake up, look at, you might as well just get your coffin and jump in. You're not truly living. And that Nat is truly living because he's living his, uh, he's living his mission out. He's just trying to fly in my nose, which means that I need to get out of here soon. I put some bug repellent on. It don't seem to be working because they like my energy. They want to bite me and get my blood because they know it's powerful. And it comes from a powerful bloodline. Brother Ayapo, I want to salute to you. Yes. I'm going to start giving my own shout outs here. Thanks for leaving your wonderful comment. We're going to do what we do. And um, nothing's going to stop me. I am not selling out. I am not selling out. The minute I, I, I sell out, take a big bucket of doodle and dump it on me. And yeah, I, I don't want you to do that. There's just so many obvious things. And when you point it out, you're wrong because this world is an alternative world. It's been turned inside out. What's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. What's good is bad and what's bad is good. We got almost have to do things backwards now because this is a whole total existence other than what it was many years ago. And I'm not living in the past, but I'm glad I had a chance to taste the past, to hold it in my heart and use it as a gauge to navigate these shark infested waters to know what's right and to know what's wrong. Once it's in you, it can't be removed. So mothers, fathers, your children, teach them really what's right because when you know what's right and it's saturated in your soul 
as you navigate out in the world. And even if you slip off a little bit and make some mistakes in your judgment, you'll always have that thing to come home to. Like that song by Junior. Mama used to say, take your time, young man. Mama used to say, don't you rush to get old. Live your life. I'm going to go downstairs and play it. Because I used to come home from the gym, 1981 in the wintertime. Cold as heck. My headphones on. I used to look up in the sky and play that song and, and while I'm walking home off the train, the A train coming from Zen's gym, one and two o'clock in the morning at the training. And that song used to always come on. I used to say to myself, man, there might come a day when my mother's not here with me. And, and I'm gonna think about this song because she used to tell me things, son, do this, this, and that. Son, this is the way it is. Son, I can see that with you, you have a, you, you have a thing for the women, more so than normal. And if anything is going to be your downfall, that's what it's going to be. It's not going to be drugs, crime, anger. But she told me. She was my own personal oracle. As all mothers should be for their children. Because nobody knows their children better than them. But the state wants to take over the children and get them young. And put things in their mind that it's okay to put on a dress if you're a man. That it's okay to look and mess around with certain children underage when you shouldn't be doing that. What would you see getting out of messing with somebody who is underdeveloped? You have nothing in common. Here you are at your old horny ass and sick in the head messing with a child. And like I said, and I want to say more on the whole Tiffany Haddish situation. Look at the short that I did. Look, she's ass out because she can't get any work. But she helped to promote something. And it was her loss in Hollywood's game because Hollywood is full of them people. It's full of them people. And here you are thinking you one of them when you're up around them. And guess what? When it's time to knock somebody down, there's always going to be that one who is so stupid to think they got their white card. Anyway, salute to my brothers. Mwah. Much love to my sisters. You know, I always have a whole lot to say, whether you agree or not. If you disagree or think maybe I'm off point, maybe I didn't explain it enough, I'm freestyling this like I always do. I don't come up here with no cards and, hold on, let me see the card. Yes, I should say this. Nah, I don't plagiarize myself. I kick it straight from my heart. That's the New York in me, right? Anyway, just thank you for spending time here with me and I really appreciate it. I have more content to write. If you ever wanna have me, you know, cover a topic, hit me at lance at lancecurve.com and I will do so. Whatever it may be, I'm not a teacher. I'm not somebody who's well-schooled in any area of expertise. I'm like that old uncle that has a lot of experience in life and can tell you in general pretty much what it is, and I ain't going to hold back, right? I will never hold back. So hit me back. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And always remember that when you don't see me on YouTube, that means I'm banned. Go to landscurve.com because I'm creating every single day there, regardless if YouTube bans me or has me or not. I'm always on landscurve.com and you get all the stuff, right? Soon also, I want to say that we're going to be doing some lives with Sister Ambience. And it's going to be for a fee. I don't know whether it's $2, $5, $10, but it'll be where she addresses your issues directly. And we're going to have that on landscurve.com away from YouTube. And there'll be a way to pay right there to get this live that will she'll have her face there. And we're going to go on for hours. And it's going to be a definite. So let me know if you're interested. Just say in there, I'm interested in that or I'm not interested or whatever. Let me know because it's going to be very soon. We're going to promote it really heavy. 
Anyway, much love to you all. Lance Skirv out. Know that I always keep you in mind and keep you in my heart. Peace. Mwah.